DJ Playboy. What's good, Josh? Your man, DJ Playboy, back in the building for another episode of the Perfect Talk Podcast. I do no episode, none of these, not a single one this year. Not my dog, <laughs> my partner, my man, homeboy. Girl, scream like I'm Keith. How you do, You're too close, man. You're too close. You're too close, man. The, Yo, that, that that joint should be the, the soundtrack for, for social distancing. Hell yes. Hell yes. Let's hop right into this shit. Hell yes. And more people need to be practicing social distancing, bro. Yeah. How you, man? How's everything? No, it's funny. Oh, my fault, my fault. Everything is good, man. It's funny at the market. Sometimes you be going into like a high demand. Well, every aisle in the grocery store is high demand now. But it'll be random shit. You be, people be looking at like the big bag of like the big Halloween bag of M&M's. He's just like, yo, I would like them M&M's, but mm. I can't be standing around all them people window shopping at them shit. So I'm going to just stand there for 30 minutes until it clears out. <laughs> I had a standoff with a lady yesterday. I was, I was coming down the aisle. <coughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Niggas can't even, can't even cough the same way. <laughs> Yo, sure. it's different times, man. People look at you just for. Nah, you're right. It's different, bro. It's different nowadays, man. Nah, but um, I was walking down the aisle. This lady was walking down the two. We had a standoff. Like she, like I ain't moving. I ain't moving. And I'm like, well, I'm already here. And I'm like, all right, fuck it. She won. <laughs> but I'm like, yo, she, she was going. She, <laughs> she was about to get all up in my space, bro. I'm like, why would you even want to? Why would you want to do that? Why would you want to get in somebody else's space? I'm like, yo, yo, it ain't worth. It. I was like, get me the fuck. I went home and took a shower. Yo, mad showers, mad hand washing. I hand wash before and after every activity, and like, you don't even realize what is activities. Like, for instance, bringing groceries in. After that, you gotta wash the hands. Mm-hmm. Then to oh, uh, you go pack the groceries up. You gotta wash the hands until before you go on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. Then when you making a bowl of cereal. You you make it and you pour the milk in, then you gotta wash your hands before you actually eat it. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, you ever and then you realize how much you touch your face. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then I'll be trying to retroactively fix it. Like I'll be touching my face for like 20 seconds already. I'll be like, oh, oh, hell nah. And then run, run to the sink and wash my hands. <laughs> <laughs> and it's crazy because cause it's like you 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 scared of yourself now. Cause like, oh, I don't I don't gave myself the cooties. Oh. <laughs> it was crazy, man. I was about to cop them like an adult sized version of them booties that uh, they be giving kids, babies, <laughs> so not scratch their face. <laughs> the chicken pox shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Hell yeah, bro. You need that right now just to not touch your face. I seen a TMZ uh, shit. Like they were like, oh, Ben Carson touched his face on camera <laughs> right after coughing. I'm like, nigga, <laughs> you're going to do it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I saw an interview, they were interview, um, some dude was interviewing Joe Biden, and Joe Biden was coughing into his hands, into his, in his own crib, and the dude was like, you know, Mr. Vice President, you really shouldn't be doing that, and <laughs> Joe Biden played it cool, but in my head, I'm like, yo, how he ain't spaz on this guy, because it's like, you, I understand, he, he shouldn't, you know, he's in his late 70s, and he's using the wrong technique, but if you in your crib, man, people can't tell me, there's a lot of things people can't tell me how to do in my own crib. <laughs> You won't let you, you won't let them tell you, and yo, you like nah, I ain't listen. You won't let them. you could be hundred percent right. It just I ain't listening to you though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could be a scientist, a doctor saying that shit. <laughs> yo, you shouldn't be inhaling fumes 
in your crib and I'm like nah I'm gonna inhale all these fumes just to prove to you that this is my crib I pay for these fumes nigga I pay for these fumes baby yo man but it's my fault but how you been man dealing with all this corona nonsense 2020 how you been man I've been been maintaining me and wife you just been chilling reflecting uh, doing our own things, working or whatever. You know, you got to work from home, mad Skype meetings and stuff like that. That's beautiful. You both, so, you both get to work from home? Yeah, yeah. Got to work from home. So, I mean, it's just a blessing, though, that we even still got jobs. A lot of people got fired, like, quick. Laid off, everything. Because yep. businesses got to shut down. Like, it's not a, a matter of, well, we're doing less business. Like, it's people. No business. Are, no business. Like, can't do nothing. And they weren't set up to ship stuff or whatever some businesses were blessed enough to where they could work around this mm-hmm. so like for instance foods food services they not people aren't allowed to eat in anymore but like if you don't serve food like let's say if you're a bar mm-hmm. but like you have a kitchen you could serve the food do delivery but you can't serve liquor but there's certain bars that don't have the food part at all exactly yeah so they just got to shut down. And even if they got food, they bartenders got to stay home because there's nothing for them to do. No money coming in. Word. However, if you work in the kitchen at a bar and you got beef with one of the bartenders, like this is one of those sadistic pieces of like acts of fate where it's like, yo, this person got what they deserve. Like if you got beef, with, mm-hmm. you know when you wish, <laughs> have bad wishes for people. I don't, I don't typically do that, but I, I, I feel what you say. <laughs> nah, some people are, man. Some people, some people are like, yo, man, I'm so glad that they, we, we've been beefing for years, man, and this guy. <laughs> Celebrating him getting laid off in the corona yeah. pandemic. I can imagine I a situation where that would happen. It is happening. I know it is. <laughs> nah, it, it's hard. Like, it's horrible. Like, people, Man, like it's or if they work in jobs and maybe maybe they didn't get completely fired, but they're like, listen, we gotta have you stay home, but we can't pay you for that time. Exactly, yeah. We'll, People are we'll hurt protect your team. job, but you know what I mean, like we can't pay you. you know? Right. And it's like I was bitching because uh, my job, I was I'm I'm, I'm deemed essential, um, work for. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was bitching at first, like damn, I can't go home, I can't just chill at home like anybody else. But it's like I'm blessed to have a job, bro. It's like I checks coming in, you know what I mean? It's not nothing to trip about. Health insurance, like you know what I'm saying? Like all like all these little things. It's like, yo, you gotta be happy if you get that shit. Mm-hmm. Can't take it for granted, man. Definitely not. And just a blessing. Um, God's been good though, man. Life's been good on my end, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, God's been real good to me. It's funny because I heard someone say the other day, ever since Drake and Future dropped, uh, life is good, life has been anything but good. <laughs> but it's like, mm-hmm. but it's not nah, life is good, man, for the most part with me. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm staying healthy. Um, my kid is, is is doing fine. Homeschooling is kicking my ass, though. <laughs> not, not gonna lie about that. But uh, it's, every everything is um adjustment. You know what I mean? It's, it's adapting to the yeah. thing, and it's an adjustment for everybody. So, um, I can imagine working at home is is killing some people. And my bad, man. It's one of the springs in my microphones. <laughs> like, this, nigga, this nigga doing sound effects now. This nigga keep producing. <laughs> my bad. That's all me. Nah, it's, it's all good, man. It happens. But uh, life is good. And I'm, I'm not complaining about... Well, you know what I mean? It, I mean, obviously, what's going on in the streets, the numbers of uh, 
coronavirus deaths are, are rising up. But um, I, in my own life, relatively, things have been really good. I'm very blessed. So, And in my family as well. I have, I have family in New York City where things are like tripling and doubling by the day. Um, yeah. So it's like the fact that my family's still healthy and um, my friends and family are doing are doing good for the most part. I, I definitely uh, feel blessed. So life is good. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely, man. But it brings up an interesting thing. Like, because the thing about corona right that i thought about i had one of those uh i had one of those like you know when you just get lost in a in a, in a thought in a daydream kind of and i had one of those mm-hmm. thoughts like yo coronavirus is one of them things like you, you somebody get it they got to quarantine themselves right obviously and you can't just right. go visit them <laughs> you can't just be like all up in their space so like some people could lose family members without being able to kind of you know what i mean S- spend their last time with them or, or say their last words to them and it's unique in that in that way and um a topic, a, 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 a thing that has been a topic on my mind, and I know the minds of a lot of other people were uh, when Idris Elba announced that he had it. It was he, he had that video, and his wife was right there in the video with him. You know what I mean? She wasn't standing behind a, a window or a glass or a protective uh, screen of some sort. Like she was right there with him. Like yo, we we got this. I guess you know what I mean. And um, I, I mean not and and. I don't know what they're doing in their personal lives to protect her from getting it or if she has been tested uh, to know if she's positive or negative for it. But I just I, I don't know. Would you be that strong in that moment to be right next to your significant other while they're announcing it or even if they knew they had it? You know what I'm saying? Would you be that that strong or would you take precaution at that moment? You know what I mean? Because it's not like it's not like other diseases like you worked in a hospital before. So you've seen a lot of people that spent they're they've had to watch their loved ones die unfortunately you know what i mean but they were able to see them on a daily basis and maybe even touch their hand or some of them mm-hmm. so it's like with this one you might not be able to touch your loved one's hand you know what i mean and that's that's that makes it unique in that sense yeah but yeah this is so there's a few things here so people actually did have to die alone because like let's say you actually got admitted to the hospital mm-hmm. You know, you're being treated and all this type of stuff. Like, your family members can't go in there like that. Very true. So, some people, like, they could be near the end. And their family members, they when they, in their final moments, they're pretty much alone. And even in claiming the body so you could have a memorial service and all that stuff. Like, people had to, like, there's, like, all kinds of precautions even with that. And then comes the actual funeral. Mm-hmm. And you can't have a big funeral. You can't have a 50-person funeral, which is, like... Standard, like a small funeral might be 50 people. Then you have the repast when everybody gathers at the crib or whatever kind of gatherings your culture does. Mm-hmm. You say with, you can't with have Corona, that. right? With the Corona? With the yeah, coronavirus yeah. right now. Like you can't have all them people gathering. Like I've heard of stories where people, their, their, fa- their family members have passed away, whether it was Corona or just other causes. And the funeral plans have to be very, like it's, it's, it's a very strange time. Now, as far as Idris Elba and his wife, I think the way they're treating it right for now is they have to assume that your family members got it too. So if one person got it, like y'all just all quarantine together unless there's like some special circumstance. But the assumption is that she got it whether or not she does. Mm -hmm. So it ain't the same thing as like magic and cookie. Okay. When magic made an announcement and cookie came to support Mm -hmm. him, it's a little bit different. And I think she actually came up. Um, negative for HIV at the time mm-hmm. but it's a little bit different because it's not automatic that she has it but with this and it's not not. It's, with this you have to it's assume. not automatic that she that um Sabrina Idris Elba's mm-hmm. wife 
has it, but you have to assume to be safe, that, right? For, for, yeah, they just uh, operating as if she does, pretty much. Yeah, that's, but I mean, even if I mean, well, I guess the scenario would be if you had the option. Let's say you're like, I guess Tom Hanks is in Australia, right? Let's say he came back and his mm-hmm. wife wasn't with him, but he came back and um, with that before she was able to have exposure to him, like he knew that she had it. Would she be cool enough to want to be in the room with him? You know what I'm saying? Uh, or, or, right, or, right, or, right. or naive enough would be, I don't know, whichever word you want to use there to do it. All kinds of things could apply to that, right? Like brave enough, naive enough, exactly. supportive enough. I don't, I don't know which one is, can you be all of those at the same time? I don't know. But yeah, you're right. Like what if you know for a fact that you're not, you weren't at high risk, but bringing that loved one close by would bring you into high risk. I don't know. And that's what I thought about. I heard a story. Oh, my fault. Go ahead. My, I heard a story when about a surgeon. He said, yo, I'm going to work and help out with this this whole thing by treating patients or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he chose to stay in the guest house until, I don't know until when, I guess until he's sure that he's no longer a huge risk to his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made that decision to say, yo, I want to help out. But he's pretty much separated from his family. Yeah, for their safety. That's, and that's smart. You know what I mean? Like, that's... That's what you got to do in these situations. But that was that was my thought initially when I was like, this is a hard disease to fight because there are going to be certain people who you, you tell them if their loved one's sick, they're not going to stay away. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're going to they're gonna go and want to hold their loved one's hand and give them a hug and tell them it'll be all right. And it's like, that makes it tough. You know what I mean? Right. Like in New York City, um, like I've heard of people who are positive. And like their family members to support them, like they'll they might bring them a care package of groceries or food, cooked food or something like that, mm-hmm. and they just drop that shit on the floor and kick the door and bounce like it's <laughs> like it's some damn <laughs> like some damn bomb or something, like because they don't want to go face to face and then leave leave the the building and then just holler at them from far away, like they would holler at the window, yeah. like some old school like two two seven type shit. <laughs> like I got a phone. <laughs> Could have FaceTime this whole thing. <laughs> I have to kick my door. Nothing. <laughs> now my whole building. know I got this shit. Thanks. <laughs> well, that, that's a real story. <laughs> that's a real story. Where somebody dropped it off at somebody's front door, kicked it just to let them know that the package is there, and then just bounced and just hollered at them from the outside. But yeah, that is funny from the from a privacy standpoint. Some old HIPAA violation where you're just yelling. All right, I hope you good with that Corona girl. And your neighbors like, wait, somebody in this building got Corona. She's like, bitch, I got a phone. <laughs> what is going on? I pay my bill. But, uh, Word. Yo, but um, no, nah, it, it, it's changing everything. I mentioned the homeschooling thing earlier, and it's like, it, it's I, I'm literally like a teacher. <laughs> like, I'm like, yo, let's get this schoolwork mm-hmm. out the way, kid. And then, like, even yesterday, I thought about it. I was like, damn, I kind of was had it in the crib the entire day. You know, it's kind of a gloomy day. And I'm like, damn, I got to make mm-hmm. sure she goes outside and get some fresh air and some exercise. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like a legit Yeah, teacher. recess. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's nuts, bro. It's uh, it's yeah, cha- man, changing life, changing life. Like we 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 going shopping later, and I'm I'm have gloves on. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm thinking about having making her put my daughter put gloves on and make everybody put gloves on. You know what I mean? Like just yeah, it's, it's it's a new way, but it's not it's not the end of the world either. Like you know what I'm saying? It's like it's not, and I say that in the sense of it's not the hardest thing that to do. I kind of was always a sanitary guy anyway, in terms of like mm-hmm. germs and I, I like I wash my hands frequently. I was big on. Hand sanitizer and stuff like that. So, um, 
it's not it's not that big of an adjustment for me in that sense, but it is like it's like oh you kind of got to bring home the groceries and then like you said I I, I kind of want to wipe them down with with some antibacterial you know what I mean antibacterial on the container just you don't know who touched it before you don't know what was happening mm-hmm. it's such a scary disease uh, Prince Charles tested positive uh, for this recently uh, which, which is he's old right he's like seventy one years old if I'm not mistaken which so you know what I mean yeah. definitely a high risk um he he's the epitome of somebody who's just not he's his life is social distancing like that's his aside from corona like before corona like he's a the prince of wales or whatever the fuck he is Mm -hmm. and he just don't be around a bunch of people like that i'm guessing i don't know that's my 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 view of it but like he got it like where do you get it from slim thug had that instagram video slim thugger and slim thugger and i'll be honest with you i mean slim thugger is just as likely to get it as any one of us Mm -hmm. I don't know something about it being Slim Thug. I'm like, yo, Slim Thug got it. Damn. <laughs> no, I know what you're saying. Like, you're like, if anyone could isolate themselves, the Slim Thugger. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the Thugger got it. If the Thugger got it, I ain't got no chance. Big boss of the north. Yeah, six six long stick dumb nigga stick in your chick. <laughs> nah, I know he get it. But uh, that was my initial thing. I was like, yo, when celebrities start getting this shit, I'm like, whoa. Well, Kevin Durant? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Like, what you, he not even playing. <laughs> like, Word, he not even playing. Like, what? And the truth is, is that he's probably more likely to get it than us because like, for his work, he has to be all up on people. Yeah. Because like, I don't know if maybe, you know, even though he was injured and he's not playing, playing, like he's probably training. He got his trainers around him. Then he's around the team and one person in the NBA got it. And then the Lakers played somebody and the, the, the Jazz and all, you know. Mm-hmm. While they're playing well, against the, the Utah, Utah Jazz, Jazz. and <laughs> the, but like the image of it being like a star is weird, man. That's I think magic. Well, not to compare this thing to HIV, but it's like I think it it does something to your brain when you find out like wow, like that person got it. So like HIV and Magic Johnson, like after Magic Johnson, that shit swept the nation. Everyone was running to the clinic. Like, yo, test me, dog. Ironically, and and I mean, I was really young when I seen this, but if I'm remembering the timeline right, Tom Hanks in Philadelphia kind of humanized HIV for a lot of people. You know what I mean? Yeah, he took that humanization to to another level. Because it's like, yo, Tom Hanks. And matter of fact, the same thing he did for HIV, he did to Corona. Corona. That's what I say. Ironically, yeah, you know, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, in a a very weird way, though, one is real (laughs) and one is not. But no, in a real way, it was like, Magic got it. So so black people was like, damn, Magic. And probably like a tenth of white people are like that, too. But then Tom Hanks got HIV. And white people's like, damn, Tom Hanks got that. Damn, <laughs> learned what the learned what the word lesion was, all that Word shit. Up. Rudy Gobert got it. French people like, oh, oh, okay, <laughs> and then niggas got it. Nah, go ahead, go ahead, do the French accent because I, I heard that you, I felt, <laughs> felt it coming on, right? <laughs> I, I felt. I want to hear. I ain't want to be offensive with it. I ain't want to do it. So I was like, let me not, let me not take it there, but. I mean, one thing coming out of this whole corona uh, effect on health, effect on society, and there's an effect on the economy. And obviously, we mentioned before, people getting laid off, people not being able to work. Um, malls closed, you know what I mean? Movie theaters closed. Mm-hmm. So 
Am I bugging? But I feel like movies that were about to come out, they're like releasing them straight to streaming now, right? Like you, they got like yeah. yeah, you could just go straight and 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 watch it on digital, which is smart. They and I don't know how that's gonna do for the movie theater industry <laughs> when that comes back. Because how if you could get brand new movie these right to your house, why wouldn't you just keep doing it? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, it's gonna have an effect on the economy, and it already has. Um, the Dow is up and down. You know, like the past couple of days has been up, which is good. But before it took a huge hit right before that, and um. The stimulus package that uh, we were heard rumored to come earlier has now officially uh, been would passed through the Senate, I believe, and is waiting for approval. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, I think just to give some broad strokes over it, it's going to definitely help out the healthcare economy with a huge uh, push of like a. Let me see. I'll make sure I get my numbers right, but I'm about to fuck that up too, like my, my French accent. nah but uh 130 billion um to the to hospitals which is awesome 150 billion in state and local governments and um you were telling me earlier keith that people would get like 1200 dollars each um and i believe 500 um additional 500 for each child so that's Mm -hmm. awesome um hopefully it will be able to help out the economy and, and help us not to take as big of a hit you know what i mean yeah because the scary thing is like if everything has to shut down, like like I said, I'm deemed an essential employee and I work in the supermarket industry. And it's like if that gets shut down, too. Right. Like, let's say we can't leave the house. Everything's locked down. You know what I mean? Like that. that hopefully, you know, what I mean, that will be able to help us tie it over that, that time. And I um, even myself just being on the highway the other day driving. I saw a lot of signs like flatten the curve and uh, mm-hmm. stay home, stay safe. And it's just like it's I mean, I don't even know where people going. <laughs> like, where, where are we leaving the house to go? But you know what I mean? Definitely uh if stay home. Listen, if you, when there's a will, there's a way. People will find somewhere to go. People out there chilling. Whatever. It, it, like it, the shit at the beach. Did we talk about the, the kids who got spring break? <laughs> Going to the beaches in Florida? That was nuts, bro. Exactly. You'll find somewhere to go. Like, you know, it, it I think that a lot of people probably felt it was implied that it's like, yo, just not gather together, but it's in a way it's not. There's always gonna be a group of people who's gonna say, nah, I'm like I'm good or corona rules don't apply to me or the danger like whatever that that may look like, like there are people who's being defined of that shit. So those kids, those spring break kids who was like all out at the beach at Florida and I think some was in California, like they're like, yo, the beach is open, bet. Mm-hmm. It's like it's outside, like but whatever, you know, whatever the logic was, either it's spring break, you can't take my fun away from me, or I'm young, so I won't get hit by it that hard, or um, we out in the open, so it, it ain't going to spread like that. <laughs> whatever the wrong. reason is, they felt wrong, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean, I wasn't that surprised, not that surprised. I'll be honest with you, what before like it like the crazy emergency started but but we knew that corona was a problem and we knew that it was in the the united states and much less the northeast one of them days i said yo i'm going to the to, to dinner like sit have dine in like you know i don't want to go crazy so this is how i'm going to cut loose i'm going to go dine in but that was right before they made restaurants not have customers sitting there mm-hmm. and i had a good time was it responsible i don't know probably not but that was my impulse. Like in my head, I'm like, all right, to stay safe and sane, I'm going to go not sit close to nobody, wipe down my area with, with um, wipes and shit and eat me a pizza and some wine. Bro, I, had a, I got a haircut. 
<laughs> the exactly. day before they shut down barbershops, bro. I got it. And my barber was being mad cautious. He was only letting in one customer at a time. He knew what it was. I knew what it you know what I'm saying? Like we both was yeah. like like, but I still got one. And then they closed the next day and I was like, hmm. Hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you know how you know how barbers get when they they shaping up your mustache, they get mad close. That's like the ultimate in like dangerous positions. They they get about six inches close to your face, make sure they get in your lines right and shit. If your barber got it, you definitely got it. Or the other way around, if the customer got it, the barber definitely gonna get it. And that's like we were talking about in the other episode, like Uber drivers, they're exposed to multiple people throughout the course of the day. A bar, you know what I'm saying? Like he he mm-hmm. he actually was planning on shutting it down. It was funny he was planning on shutting the shop down, and then I think the next day the announcement came out um, that that it was shut down. But um, it's it's to to, what, to your point, we're responsible adults, and we still couldn't, you know what I'm saying? Like grasp it like that until they had. And that's the shout out to the. I was gonna say one thing. Shout out to like governments that shut everything down and, and um. Gave, gave took the option away from people because shout out to Brookstore Ricky he he made this point he lives down in in a warm environment and if we live in up in, in the northeast it's still kind of cold you know what I mean so staying home ain't the end of the world but it's like if you live somewhere where it's warm out you gonna want to be out you know what I'm saying if you live right. in California you probably walking around your neighborhood like you gonna want to be out if if it's the the sun is shining it's beautiful out so. If this week, honestly, with the amount of overtime I've been getting, I would have went to the mall if it was open. Even knowing coronavirus exists, <laughs> I still would have went to the mall. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm glad that they shut it down. It took the option away from me. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. I mean, I, I got some um, pants that I ordered from Men's Warehouse mm-hmm. that I didn't have time to pick up because I was working. But I'm like, yo, I'm awful. I don't have to go into my office now. Bet I'm going to the mall and pick up these pants, dog. <laughs> wrong, but like that <laughs> wrong. But like that was my in my head. That was the logic. Another idea I had I was like, man, I should. It's gonna be crazy. I should go catch a movie. But like <laughs> that is another terrible idea. Like these are ideas that I had, and if they didn't shut it down, I'd have done that shit. It's true because your mind is used to thinking of the old way, the way it used to be. Yeah, like so it's crazy, man. But um. It's, it's, it's anything new, anything positive happening in the past? Because I kind of stopped watching the news, bro. I've noticed the numbers are going up, you know what I'm saying, with this corona shit, which was expected, right? We we knew that we weren't at a peak. And it's just like, I kind of, sometimes the overload of the information is like 9-11, seeing the planes just keep flying into the building. Like, you got to stop watching at some point. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had yeah. to turn it off. I try to stay as informed as I could, and, and I try to make sure I'm smart about um what's going on out there, but it's just the constant... 24-hour news cycle of it, I kind of got to get away from. So anything positive in the past um, maybe week or two that you come across, bro, that kind of, you know, maybe a movie, a song, an album, something that took your mind off of this stuff? Uh, I'll set it off, too. Well, okay, oh, good. If you got one. There was, there was one. Uh, I mean, there was Tom Brady, that shit. Uh, what you mean Tom Brady? Going to Tampa Bay. Oh, you, like that he, you like that he did that? I don't know. It's a good thing. It ain't a bad thing. It, uh, let me say that it's not Corona related. <laughs> uh, that's what I can say about it. Took your mind off it. Took my mind off it. Uh, I was trying to find shit on Netflix to uh, to watch. Didn't find nothing. They Netflix got a top ten. I guess it's like the top ten most popular stuff in the U.S. Uh-huh. And I so two of them I watched was the story of Madam C.J. Walker. Is that with uh... starring Octavia Spencer? Is, is Tiffany Haddish in that too? And Tiffany Haddish plays a daughter, yeah. Okay. And uh, I watched two episodes and I kind of hate it. I'm like, damn, I want, 
And I feel bad because it feels like a I'm, I'm betraying my race. Honestly, it's I a, feel like it's a what a mini series. What it's a mini series about the life of Madam C J Walker. Okay. Who was Madam C J Walker? Or not the. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. I heard the name the, before. The, she she was the first black millionaire. Okay, all right. I don't remember. I, I don't remember if it was the first black woman. I think she was just the first black millionaire. Period. Okay. But she was definitely, if not that, then she was definitely the first black woman millionaire. I know that for a fact. I can't remember if she was the first black millionaire. She made her money off of pretty much perms. Okay. I have heard of her. Like, she she revolutionized perms mm-hmm. and, like, black hair products. So that's how she made her bread. Gotcha. Yeah, so it's the, the story of her. And this is a lot of dope parts. It's just not my thing. So I'm not saying that no one should watch it, because clearly a lot of people are watching it. But, you know. And then there was another joint called Tiger King. It's about a well, bunch for, of wait, people not, who... Not to what, what time period is the C, Adam C.J. Walker um, miniseries set in? It takes, it takes place in the early 1900s. Okay. All right. Yeah. I do like Tiffany Haddish in it, though. I do like her character. But... Um, and I do like the Madam C.J. Walker character. And my man... Um, damn. Forgot his name already. Blair Underwood. He plays the husband. Okay. Uh, Underwood. He's been still? doing his thing lately. I like still, he's still doing his thing, bro. That's what's up. And yeah, <laughs> and, and that's great. I always like when uh, older actors, period, um, but particularly black actors, like they still doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you start as an, an entertainer in general, you start losing opportunities as you get older. And the fact that he's still doing it, he was in um, he was a, set it off. Uh, a soldier's play. He was, he was in set it off. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in set it off 20 years ago. <laughs> Over 20 years ago. But yeah, he was. So I wonder if that's going to be a little resurgence for him. But, um, and then some next shit called Tiger King about a bunch of people okay. fucking with big cats, uh, like tigers and panthers and shit. It's, it, but it was number one, number one in the U.S. It's a documentary? What is this, a real show? It's a docu-series. It's a mini, it's a limited series. Okay. And that shit is just so strange. I'm like, somebody recommended it to me, too. I'm like, what? And I watched like three episodes. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, what is this shit? And I didn't understand what I'm supposed to like, but I gave it a chance, and I just can't do it. So I'm still searching for something good to watch. Okay. Um. And I like... uh. What was I about to say? What was I thinking about? My daughter just interrupted me. My fault. This this home, the shelter at home shit. <laughs> this shit. <laughs> Guess we'll get, take some get used to. It's like Christmas Day up here. <laughs> Everybody home. Might, might hear some bacon cooking in the background. Um, how about this? Oh no. Nah, um, something good that I came across in the past couple of weeks actually took my mind off the Corona shit was um Little Uzi Vert album, um Eternal Take. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he re- and then he released the deluxe version, which was um like fourteen extra songs, which is it's like thirty songs. And and I'm a fan. I'm not gonna lie, I'm a fan now. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I was kind of a casual listener of Little Uzi Vert before, but definitely this album is 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 amazing. Uh, I like damn near every song on it. Um, and even the, even the deluxe album, I think is even is, is fire as well. Could could be his own album, you know what I mean? And it makes sense because he wasn't able to release music for so long. Um, I know Rock Nation was able to help him get out of uh, that little situation where he couldn't release music, and it's beautiful now that we just get to hear what he's coming from because the kid's talented, definitely. Okay, so he released two albums back to back. It was it's one album, um, and then he released like the the deluxe album, which was like fourteen extra songs. Like I, that's like a, something that people have been doing nowadays. Um, Dreamville mm-hmm. did that a few months ago um, mm-hmm. with their album. Like they released the album and then 
the deluxe album was like nine extra songs, which is pretty much his own album. You know what I mean? Maybe even more than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so this is the first complete album from uh, Uzi that you listened to? No, I I did listen to I think Rage's Love or something like that. Uh, two. Um, mm-hmm. that was that was a decent album too. I liked it. I liked a few tracks on it. Um, I, I believe around that time, like Uzi was being like rumored to like be into devil worship, and it was like rumors he was fighting against and a lot of stuff. So you were getting like a lot of mixed messages about him. I didn't hear none of that in his music. I, I liked his stuff; it was catchy. But this this stuff he has now was just on a whole nother level, and you could tell he just stepped his flow up, and it's it's it's, it's good. It's good. And as a as an older Dude, you know, maybe, maybe like, I guess in my age group, I'm 35 years old. I don't know if little Uzi Vert is within that, that listening group, but it was entertaining to me. I didn't, I'm not a hater. That was my next question. My next question is very much related to that. Make this the final sales pitch to somebody born before 1990. Um, if you like Bone Thugs and Harmony, you, if you like stuff like that, I think with a flow, it's kind of like keeping you entertained. I think Uzi, because Uzi is definitely one of them dudes who will ride the same flow for like 16 bars, but it'll be entertaining. You won't get tired of it, you know what I mean? And you'll kind of be like, damn, he kind of made that whole thing make sense. Um, and I guess I kind of walked into it not really having much respect for his lyrical skills. So he definitely, mm-hmm. um, within those flows that he, that that, that kind of get you mesmerized and kind of pull you in, there's actually some decent lyrics in there. And I, I'm a guy who likes funny lyrics. I'm a fan of Ludacris. I'm a fan of... Um, you know, like like comedy rappers, punchline rappers. So the fact that he has some funny lines in there every once in a while, I think, are, is very entertaining as well. Okay, all right, that should all right. <laughs> I think I might give it a listen. It's cool, man. It gets me, it gets me in my moods. But I think good workout music, definitely. That it does definitely. It's like it's like it's good. It's hype music, and mm-hmm. he talks a lot about guns. And I was kind, I kind of noticed that. But I'm like, his name is Little Uzi Vert. Um, but it's like, <laughs> um, <laughs> you thought you'd be a conscious rapper. <laughs> No, but he's a dude named Big Big Shotgun X. <laughs> Dude's really some dude who raps about five percenters and no, nah, no. Nah, but but Uzi's um, Uzi's emo. Yeah, he got like these songs about you know what I mean, where he's just be talking about being mm-hmm. sad about chicks or something like that. You know what I mean? And that's like there's there's a, there's a bunch of emo rappers out there too. So it's like a good balance of of just ratchet music yeah. and just like you know what I mean, like some emo shit, emo tracks. So it's, it's tough. Yeah, I give it a listen. I'm, I'm putting it on my queue right now. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um. I'm trying to think musically any anything else I heard uh, recently. I heard the um, what's his name? The Weekends album is dope. I'm not gonna even lie. I'm gonna give y'all a review on that next time because I haven't given it the full full listen like I should. But uh, it's definitely downloaded on my Apple Music. Um, you checked out that Jay Electronica and, and Jay Z album? Is it an album or is it just a song? Oh, that was an album. Oh, it's and, just and Jay short Le- answer is no. Clearly from my my question, <laughs> but. <laughs> Nah, it's a it's a whole album. Is and Jay Z's on it's Jay Electronica's album, and, but Jay Z's on like damn near every track. Um, uh-huh. So it's kind of it's kind of I listen, I gave it a listen. I got to give it another full listen. But everything I've heard so far, I've liked from it. Um, definitely Jay Z stands out on it to me. So I'm still bumping that Roddy Rich album. And I remember I've, I gave that my first listen when we came back from Orlando. So like just the fact that I'm still bumping that is is it just shows you how dope of an album it is. That's an interesting album, Roddy Rich. Um and Little Baby's album is out right now too. It's called My Turn debut album, debut at number one. So he's killing it right now. Wow. Yeah, the the baby and Jay Electronic are the only two names I knew in all of those names that you threw out. <laughs> I didn't even say the baby. I said Little Baby. <laughs> oh, Little Baby. Okay, in that case, I don't know anyone except Jay Electronica. <laughs> I said that's where hip hop. That's where hip hop's at now, man. 
It's just you got to, I just listen to it for the, I, I'm not gonna know the names. I'm not gonna name recognition ain't gonna happen. You know what I mean? So I just if it yeah, catches yeah. my ear. Then again, it's more important for you to know music than it is for me. Like if something oh. catches, and, and and that's that's a. <laughs> I realize I'm starting to sound like my father back in the day, but he would say stuff like. Um, I generally don't like your music, but that one caught my ear. I was tapping my feet a little bit. You know, it was nice. I, I like it. What was that guy's name? <laughs> what was his name? Fabatron, whatever. <laughs> nah, but um, you got anything planned? I mean, like the shelter in place. It's hit New Jersey, nope. right? I know that. Uh, like my mom was telling me that people are going from the bars when they shut down the bars in New York. People are going to the bars in New Jersey to celebrate like St. Patty's Day and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so pretty much what happened um, is that Jersey would be like a day or two behind New York, the state of New York, and some of the cities, the smaller cities in in that in Jersey that are close to New York City, they would be like a day behind New York City with some of the the like the restrictions and all that type of stuff. But at this point, like so much stuff is closed, like there's not a big difference between. If New York closes down one extra thing and we do, like it's pretty much all key things are closed. We mentioned barbershops, nail salons, movie theaters, malls, this, that, the third. So as far as plans, it's just working, uh, trying to manufacture date night with my my wife, working out. I make sure I keep up with that. So do yoga in the crib, then run outside on alternate days. Mm-hmm. Just trying to do everything that that I could find and do reading. Learning new shit if I can. I've been content created. I'm working out in the crib, definitely. I've been riding the, the exercise bike. I um hitting the weights a little more. You know, something light, something light. Um content creating. I've been doing more of that. Um definitely hanging out with my, my, my kid, just homeschooling, you know what I mean? That's which is cool because she actually I don't know if you hear her, she's making noise in the background now, but <laughs> it's just like it's cool because she actually like is a little more ahead in math than I than I thought. You know what I mean? Like she's not That's dope. Yeah, and it's it's I want to I want to make sure to keep working on that because for some reason I've been focusing on letters and spelling and 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 being able to write, but I've definitely been neglecting the numbers aspect of it. So to see that she's um actually a little further ahead than I thought she was is is awesome. Um, I'm on. The- I mean, you could push her even further. You like, and uh, and the reason I say that is that I mean, there's some schools of thought just in general, even for adults uh-huh. where. If you have strengths, do you spend your time trying to like patch up your weaknesses? Like, are you trying to turn your weaknesses into strength or strengths, or is that a waste of time? Or do you just take your strength and make it such a strength that no one could dominate you in that area, and you could pretty much do whatever you want? Yeah, just with that that the one or two strengths that you have because they're so strong. So, if she's math is her thing, or reading's her thing, or whatever it is that that's her thing, she could. Play that up, get ahead in this world in a in a dominant way. No, and um, my fault. Now, um, what uh has been an eye opener for me is there's so much apps and so much stuff that you could do on the tablet and on the computers that I'm like, damn, why did it take a pandemic for me to start doing this? Because she like, I sat her in front of my MacBook and she, you know, what I mean, she was using the drawing app. You know, you know, remember when we were in school and we first got to use computers and like the first thing you would do is like a drawing little. Uh, program or something like that where like she knew mm-hmm. the ins and outs of how to like the, the the back button and what that did and how to use different pencils and everything like that so it was like why did it take a pandemic for me to sit her down in front of a computer you know what i mean and actually have right, her right. To do this so it's like it, it's it was eye-opener and it shows me there's so much that, that 
I have to do if I want her to get ahead. Um, yeah. In this. Uh, we have to think about it this way. I mean, whatever it is that you're using on the computer, all other kids got it. Well, not all other kids, but if they if they have a computer, they have access to whatever it is mm-hmm. that you guys were messing around with. So the question is, I guess, how do you go from there? Because like just being good at that kind of e- equalizes you to other kids, but now how do you get ahead of those kids and not just be equal with them? Exactly, exactly. Um, just in the crib, also, like I said, the shelter in place is um, definitely cleaning. You know what I mean? Definitely cleaning. Um, I want to, at some point, maybe do some video games. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Just to, like I said, get my mind off of the, the, the nonsense and the stuff going on. And just you, We need stress relievers right now. That's big, like med- meditation, exercise. I think we need that because, I, I, like I said, that, that I had that one just like daydream going wild where I had this doomsday scenario playing in my head, and it it, it really got me bummed out. It was late at night. It was so luckily I was able to just kind of like go to sleep and forget about it. But it, it's not hard to get bummed out with with these times. I've I've read something about. Um, eating disorders you know what i mean being very dangerous at a time like this um and, and and being you know the fact that we're not for we're not able to go places but you're in the house and and people are stockpiling up on stuff you know what i mean so um, yeah the eating disorders thing is interesting because i mean i don't have it i don't think i have an eating disorder i guess everyone who has an eating disorder but i ain't got no damn eating disorder it's just, I, I like to eat six sandwiches a day my nigga what what Man, that's what, normal nigga? what <laughs> That's just to let you know in my head what my my inner voice, you know, everybody got their brain voice and their real voice. My brain voice is like a real aggressive dude. Like what? Man? What? I eat. I eat all day. What? What you gonna do, nigga? What you gonna do, nigga? And that's that's my life, man. That's why that's why I need therapy. But yeah, it's it's crazy because like sometimes I just be in the crib just eating shit. I'm like, man, I, I would sure do want something delicious right now. Eating anything I could find because you can't just go out and grab shit. I'm eating mixed nuts, trails mix, and uh, frozen bananas and shit. Like it's crazy. Without you know what's the funny thing though, Slim. Oh, I'm about to got a lisp now. Slim Thug said that during his uh, video he dropped it where he's like, the only thing I did was go out and grab some food, right? And I'm like, should we be letting other people make our food right now? <laughs> like, but you're gonna. I mean, at some point, somebody's making something, right? Somebody's touching something that you didn't have full responsibility over. You know what I mean? So it's like that's funny, wifey. We, we um, her and I take walks. Yeah, in the in these times or whatever, just to get some exercise and just to so we don't freak out on each other. Um, and I was like, "Yo, let's just walk by the 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 spot because I want some jalapeno poppers." She's like, "I don't know if that's a good idea to be having people making your food." And I'm like, "Ah, oh, god damn it, you're right." <laughs> I'm like, "Damn, Gina." He's like, but they open. <laughs> but they open. They make jalapeno poppers, Gina. <laughs> I was like, you ain't going to pick me up nothing to eat? And she's like, nah, man. Had to go inside, eat some tilapia and, and goddamn sauteed vegetables. <laughs> Tight about it, too. Like. Tight, man. I felt like a kid. I was like, man. You promised me pizza, but I'll eat these vegetables if I get a reward. Nah, man. Yo, you got to stay safe out there, man. We need you here on the Perfect Talk Podcast, Keith. That's another episode in the books, brother. Man, where can they find you on social media, dog? Instagram, me and my underscore 35. Check that man out, man. His last post was like July of 2019, but but the stories be on point. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> keep up with them. Um, you can check me out on Instagram at Plickapeezy, P-L-I-C-C-A-P-E-E-Z-Y. 
Um, check the Perfect Talk podcast out at Perfect Talk Radio on Instagram. Uh, also check out our website, PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Every episode of the Perfect Talk podcast, my radio show, The Night Shift, and also my other radio show uh, that I do along with DJ show called Money Talks Radio. So check that all out right there on PerfectTalkPodcast.com. Um, I know we was talking about what you was watching earlier, Keith. So I'm at this point, I usually watch you. I usually uh, ask you what you be watching. But I, I, I'll tell you about something I heard recently. Um, that there's been a surge in um, viewership for The Wire with people being sheltered at home and stuck in the crib, which is interesting. They said it's out, it's outperforming all the other HBO shows. Yeah, that is interesting. I wonder if it's a, a thing of so many people through the years are like, "Yo, The Wire is the most critically acclaimed, but like under I don't know underestimated shows ever." And I wonder if people are just like, let me just check out to see what this is about. Finally time to get at it, right? I can't go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, because people have been telling people, other people about it for years, and they're just like, not yet. <laughs> Now's the time, man. But, yo, um, yeah. I hear my daughter in the background. She about to ruin the whole show. <laughs> so let me get up out of here, man. Say goodbye to the people, brother. Peace. Peace.